Hey guys, it's Lisa. Welcome back to Fashioned by Faith. I'm your host, Lisa Goddard. Okay, I said that. <laughs> and I'm here today again with my co-host, Rachel. Hi, Lisa. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be with you today. Oh, thank you. Oh, you know, I was checking to see if today was any special feast day. But yesterday was a big feast day. Do you know which saint had a feast day yesterday? You're going to have to remind me. <laughs> Mother Teresa of Calcutta. Did she? That oh, was her day. That, mm, so, she yeah. is so encouraging to so yeah. many of us. Yeah. I have said many prayers to her over the last year. So Aww. thank you for sharing that yeah, with us. That was yesterday. Yes. So, yeah, so since I t- saw you last, I want to hear about your highlights and lowlights. Tell me everything that was... You know, snippets. Sure, yes. And I won't give the whole litany. Well, (laughs) I'll start with lowlights. It's fun to end on a high note. Um, We had rather a trifecta of challenges last week. Everything is good now. But it started after our one son's birthday. Great day. Mm -hmm. In the middle of the night, the poor kid was sick to his stomach and threw up all over our bed and all over the floor. And we had had chocolate cake and chili. So it was, you know, rather colorful. Oh my goodness. The next day as we were, you know, cleaning up the, doing the laundry, cleaning up all that, our washing machine split itself in two. And it's hard to describe exactly. What does that mean? Yes. (laughs) So we're sitting in another room. It sounds like the whole house is falling down all of a sudden. Fortunately, my husband was there that day. We were all home on the weekend. And we looked in and the top, the lid had torn itself apart from the basin. Oh my. It turns out this model, there was a recall on it for becoming unbalanced. We were only washing light, light. Um, laundry anyway but somehow it put a hole in the wall and it wrecked the dryer so that was scary thank god nobody was in the room nobody was hurt and since then you know we're we're working on we have a new washer and dryer so it's all good oh my goodness but crazy it was really bizarre (laughs) so that was a low light that was a low light and then the the third challenge was we did have our daughter who passed away two years ago her birthday yeah i will say we were scared and dreading the feelings, but we were cocooned in love and support and encouragement, so we made it through. Oh, praise God. So that was the fourth, I September fourth. That's right, September fourth. Okay. So Wow. Fortunately we made it through that. Good. Do I want to hear your lowlights yeah, sure. first before we get into okay, the highlights? Sure, sure, sure. So my low light from last week. So uh, last weekend we went to the beach and we slept over at Michael's parents' house. And that night before bed I discovered that I had forgotten to put sunscreen on Vera's legs, oh. so the poor girl had sunburn. So I, oh. I was just like feeling really guilty as a mom when I saw her sweet little red legs, and I just felt bad. And then moments after I discovered the sunburn, um, I realized I forgot to pack our toothbrushes. <laughs> so we had no toothbrushes, and all the stores were closed because it was like 11 o'clock of at night. Of course. <laughs> Over the long weekend, right? Yeah. And then literally moments after that, I discovered I forgot to pack the train tickets. The next day we were going to like ride this old fashioned train. I forgot to pack the train tickets. So it was like boom, 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 all in like a span of 10 minutes. Oh no. And I just, it like, oh, I was just, I went to bed feeling like such a bad mom. I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, but anyway, um, it all turned out fine because the next morning my wonderful mother-in-law ran to the store, got us toothbrushes and she had stuff to put on Vera's legs Wonderful. And, and then I was able to bring up the tickets on my phone so all oh, is well that did but, turn out well yeah. and it was a happy 
family group. Effort. It was. It was. It was. In fact, that is my highlight, if you don't oh, mind yes. me saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just, we had great quality time with family over the weekend, Labor Day weekend. And then also we had a backyard birthday party for my son. Yes. Our boys turn seven at the same time, just about. They do. Very close. Yeah. And then we hosted um, my husband's high school friend. He he comes once a year to stay at our house. It was great seeing him. And awesome. So yeah, it was full of quality family time. That's so fun. Ours ended up being similar. My highlights were very similar because we had a lot of family time as well. Mm-hmm. Even though we honored our daughter's birthday and that was very hard and sad. In the span of six days, we also honored the birthday of my mother-in-law, oh. our oldest son, my brother-in-law, and our daughter. So oh, wow. we had a lot of family time. Yeah. And family time fills my cup mm. like n- nothing else. It's <laughs> so fun. I am rather sick of cake, though, at this point. Oh, I, I suppose so. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm good till next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I guess the next time we have to make a birthday cake isn't until... November, so we have a little okay. bit of time. No, and whose birthday will that be? That'll be our third son, our little 10 month old. Oh. It'll be his first birthday. Oh my gosh, it will be his first. Wow. Yes. And yeah. when is your birthday? Mine? Yeah. Mine's in July. In Ju- oh, that's right. Fourth yeah. of July, right? Uh, right before. Oh, second. That's right. The okay. Second. <laughs> and yours is at the end of May. That's right. The Feast of the Visitation of our Lord. Wonderful. So grateful. It is. All right, so let's get into the heart of our discussion. Okay. I am so excited to announce this week's topic. So we're going to answer this fun question what is your relationship with your body and how does it affect your fashion choices and your faith choices Mm -hmm. (laughs) and before we get into that Rachel let's just review that God made us to be three-dimensional persons I just recently heard it described this way and I I thought it was just awesome Mm. so we have a body soul and spirit and this means we have a physical body an invisible soul and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, which is God mm-hmm. within us. So it's our responsibility to care for all three of those dimensions. Yes. And if we're only focused on one aspect of these three dimensions, then you know we're ceasing to be all that we are called to. And who wants to live a one or two dimensional life when you can be a three dimensional person? This right? is right. This is when something is missing from our lives when we don't pay attention to all the dimensions. That is true. That is true. All right. So let's start off with the first question. Well, we'll kind of like take that question I had and sort of separate it into three parts. We'll do first your relationship with your body. Then I want to hear about how our relationship, you know, affects our fashion choices. And then lastly, our faith choices. Sounds good. Okay. Yes. When I think about my relationship with my body, it's a mix of love and sadness. Mm. So I'll um, reflect on that a little bit. The sadness part is that I have one of those bodies, maybe some other women can relate, where you're generally quite healthy, but sometimes things can feel a little bit off. Mm. For instance, every time I have a baby in the postpartum period, Things can happen like I might get heart flutters or mm. oh, stress really? or, um, or hormonal changes can make me feel just a little bit off and mm-hmm. I can't quite put my finger on it, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So having just one of those bodies, I have to be very mindful of what I have on my plate, yeah. such as how much stress I have, how much sleep I'm getting, what food I'm putting into my body. Mm-hmm. Um, that's important for me to, I can't forget about my body have to take good care of it yeah the other thing is I mentioned in our last episode I'm coming out, out 
from this year of a very bizarre illness that I got from a common medication. Mm -hmm. And it was so painful and horrible that at the time I felt betrayed by my body. Mm. How could it be hurting so much and why was it taking so long to heal? Mm. But I have come to learn that with time, if we're patient, mm. if we trust our bodies, they will heal eventually. So it's a little bit of um, sadness in that sometimes my body is different than I would want it to be. Yeah. But love because my body has also brought children into the world yes, that the yes. God that our God has blessed me with. Mm -hmm. So it's a mix. You know, it's interesting to hear you say, did you say you felt betrayed by your body? I did. But then I, did. I wonder if your body felt not to defend anything, but like did your body feel, you know, betrayed by you because mm. unknowingly you know, you, like you said, the medication was harming it or whatever. So, right. Yeah. And I've heard mm -hmm. a lot of people who struggle with pain and illness who do yeah. say that you have to trust and love your body. <sighs> you can't turn on it and mm -hmm. that there is a relationship between how we treat ourselves, even mentally, what we think Isn't about there? ourselves yeah. and how well we can heal. Yeah. It's amazing. It is. Okay. Um, so did you, that was all you were going to say on your relationship with your body, right? Yes. Or do you have more? The last thing I will say, though, is my gratitude that even with hardship, I can move, I can sit, mm -hmm. I can stand, yeah. I can go outside a little Praise bit, God. things I couldn't do before. So yeah. at the end of the day, gratitude. My body mm -hmm. functions, and I'm yeah. grateful. You're right. Just mm -hmm. being able to breathe is something it's to be gratitude, to have right. gratitude for. You're right. All right. So do you want to hear about my relationship Please. with my body? This was a really good thing for me to reflect on. So... I do believe that my body has the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, so over the course of my life, I do think I've taken pretty good care of it. I've worn my sunscreen, and I don't smoke or drink, mm -hmm. <laughs> but perhaps the worst way I've treated my body is not giving it enough sleep. Mm. I get so creative and reflective at night that I just keep going. I, I don't want to stop. Yes. So that is something I am continually, I need to improve on, I need to work on. Um, I thought about like what I consume and I would say that I think I generally eat healthfully and very often it is vegetarian now. Mm. I was actually vegetarian for about a decade, I don't know if I ever told you that. I think you did once. Did I? But okay. you'll have to mention yeah. more about that. When I was age 16, I did a report in high school and I was like fully convinced. And so I just made this announcement to my parents and they were so accepting and my wonderful mother for a decade that I lived here, you know, most of that decade I lived at home, she, um, you know, cooked two meals every night, like, you know, meat for her dad, my dad and her, and then a vegetarian option for me. She had wow. wonderful dishes that she made. So, so grateful for that. But the funny thing is like during that decade, I'm not kidding you. Every night I went to bed, I thought about burgers <laughs> and like, I was hungry. I was craving the meat. And so like this one time then I, you know, broke up with this guy. He broke my heart, whatever. Mm. And that night my mom was serving filet mignon <laughs> and I was just like, pass the meat please. And my parents didn't say anything. And I just was, I was back full throttle after oh that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but another thing I think about is I'm not naturally inclined toward exercise. Mm. Um, I definitely, like when my kids want to go on bike rides, I choose to walk so that I'm like getting in more exercise so that they keep me active. And then like 
one of my struggles um, with my body, I would say, is staying relaxed. Mm. Often my body will feel a nervous energy and those feelings are magnified when I haven't gotten good sleep. I can imagine. Yes. And so if my body then feels nervous energy, I then, my mind will sometimes try to match it. Then my mind starts to, you know, go into overdrive. So I'm sure that has to do with adrenaline, especially when I haven't slept. So I'm working on this area. (laughs) Your awareness of it is so key. The fact that you know, I'm feeling worse or different right now. I know I haven't gotten as much sleep. Yeah. It can help with those circular or nervous thoughts. We I have. guess you're right. Yeah. I know that if I were to get more sleep, I probably would feel calmer. Yeah. Probably would feel better tomorrow. And awareness truly is the first step mm-hmm. for all of us. Mm-hmm. You and I have talked in the past about that nervous energy. Yeah. We, we share that. Yeah. We have that in common. <laughs> and it is so helpful to remember if I have the sleep that I need, yeah. I will be able to cope through any nervous thoughts I'm having. Yeah, and I'm still learning that lesson. You know, it's yeah. even though like I know it in theory, I need to apply it to my life better. So right, every day we start yeah. over, saying yeah, I'm gonna that's, try again. That's true. that's true. Each day is a new day. It <laughs> is. It is. <laughs> All right. Now, how does your relationship with your body affect your fashion choices, Rachel? <laughs> oh, well, with the challenges that I talked about, especially coming off this illness. Hmm. My body doesn't look exactly the way I wish it did, or I should say it's hard to express myself in the way I truly want to Okay. because I'm somewhat limited. I have to wear cotton, usually loose, looser clothes, okay. loose cuts. I lost a fair amount of hair from the trauma of the sickness. I have new hair growing out in mm. tufts around my Praise head, God. which yes, is wonderful, but it makes styling my hair different. Uh-huh. Makeup is off the table. I think earrings are off the table too because Why? I think my holes closed as my body was furiously healing. You think? I'm pretty sure they are closed, the piercings. So, but all that. Do you, can I give you like a little life hack for that? Sure. Because like if you go a long time without wearing earrings, yeah. I feel like then when you try to put in earrings, it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. But I always just lick my fingers and then rub. And then, boom, earring goes right in. That is definitely what I will try. Okay, try that. I I have to maybe wait a few more months until I feel like the sensitivity to metals has gone down. But but I'll let you know if it goes through. Because part of me thinks, is this closed? But anyway, when you can't express yourself the way your mind and heart want to Mm -hmm. exactly, you Mm -hmm. have to adjust. Mm -hmm. So the lesson, the, the juice that's happening inside is I... I have to show the true me without looking exactly the way I would want to. Mm. It's humbling, to say the Mm. least. And I find that um, expressing myself that way to my family or making sure that I'm dressed as well as I can be with Mm. what I have to work with in a way that is dignified, Mm -hmm. even if it's not as fashionable as I want it to be, without the luxury of quote-unquote beauty that I might have had before that's that's where I'm at right now and it's beautiful it's beautiful Mm -hmm. because of what it's teaching me to not worry about my appearance Mm -hmm. as much I wonder if you're more expressive in other ways because you can't express as much in the fashion way that you wish I think it very well could be true Mm -hmm. I have this is just a practical element, but I have so much more time with my kids because when I used to have a longer routine to get ready, get put together, mm-hmm. I was more distracted from them during oh, that time. And mm-hmm. now 
it's quicker. Yeah. And because it's less about beauty again, it's more about yeah. function. And I do, I'm more focused on the kids. Yeah. So I express myself through attentiveness to them more. Yeah. How about that? Interesting. So, so let me just say, so you're like before your illness, you would spend a good chunk of time getting ready, even though you were just going to be a stay at home mom. I did less. So when I, when I, started staying home it did okay. shorten a bit okay but it still took longer truly yeah. because I would wear makeup or every day not every day okay. <laughs> I did start to do so less and less when okay. I was staying home but sometimes I would if we were going to go out and see sure. friends yeah I would yeah and I can't now it shortens my time a lot it's, <laughs> it is more practical you're more efficient now much more <laughs> it's true all right well it's funny because if I haven't gotten good sleep and my body is tired, then I won't dress as nicely for the day, mm -hmm. I notice, because mm -hmm. I'm not feeling so great, right? <laughs> um, and I also, I operate in extremes. I, I, don't, I think I might have told you this, like I will either be wearing pajamas and not going anywhere and just like getting stuff done at home, or I will be like maybe a little overdressed for mm. the situation. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm one or the other. <laughs> so I just, I like to be comfortable. And if I'm not at all thinking about my appearance and I'm just wearing my pajamas, then I can really focus on what I need to get done yes. around the house. Yes. I know that's kind of weird, but... Um, Although that makes complete sense to me. Does it? I will say it's almost like forgetting ourselves. A and we're not bit, thinking yeah. about ourselves yeah. and our appearance. It leaves so much room to get in flow with whatever we're doing. I guess you're right. Yeah. And then here's another funny thing. So I won't exercise unless I'm in exercise clothes. <laughs> and like, so sometimes I get dressed for the day and I'm like, oh, I'm excited to wear this outfit. But then because I'm wearing the outfit that I like, I don't want to exercise. I don't want to get it sweaty, whatever, course, you know what yep. I mean? Mm -hmm. So one of the things I'm working on actually now is to start my day in exercise clothes. Smart. So that I can go on a stroller walk right after I drop, you know, our son off at school. And then, so I'm trying to incorporate that. If I start off my day in exercise clothes, then I will maybe exercise. Yes. And then, you know, later switch into my outfit for the day. I see. I love how anticipatory that is. You are <laughs> one step ahead of where you want to be, so you're not reactive. Yeah. But you're planning ahead. Hoping. That's sometimes hard to do with the kids. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So, anyway. And then just going back a little bit to last week's episode where we talked about, as a mother, like, choosing more feminine things. I look back on the stuff I wore in the late 90s. Mm -hmm. All that grunge. Like, I totally embraced it because it was trendy. And, like, I'm kind of sad that I missed out on wearing like feminine clothes when I was like a young woman. You wow, know what I mean? interesting. Can you picture what you would have worn at the time? <sighs> no, I guess I can't because I was not looking for that. I was right. totally tuned into grunge and I wanted to like, you know, I wanted to dress like everybody was at the time. So I don't know, maybe I wouldn't have even known what to pick. But it's, I don't know. It's a fun thought though because you think, yes, had, had that part of me come out at that time. Yeah. What would it have looked like? Right. Oh, if only I would have known about 2016 fashions, because I love the year 2016 for fashions. I've told you that before. Yeah. Like, if I would have known then, I would have, you know. You would have done it. Yeah. That's a, that's a fun side conversation. Like, what was your favorite period? I loved about 2009, 2010, 2011. Oh, did you? And that's a while ago, but that's another oh, conversation. I was really that like preppy it. stuff? It was, I remember Taylor Swift embodied it, even though I was several, <laughs> a couple years older than Taylor Swift. Uh-huh. But... It was Converse shoes. It was 
like skinny jeans with oh. cardigans. Oh, more I, casual. Yes, and that's when I wear more skirts now, but back then I wore skinny jeans a lot. It was my favorite, favorite, favorite. So. Oh, I want to talk about that. I, I, you fun. I, what was it? What year again? 2008? I feel it to, was maybe like 2009, 2010, 2011, mm. 2012, somewhere in there. Okay, I was not watching out for that during that time. We're gonna need to talk about okay. that. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Rachel, tell me, how does your relationship with your body affect your faith choices now? Since I am constantly in tune with what's happening inside my body, being, again, one of those bodies like, oh, what is that feeling? What do, what's mm. going on inside of me? I have the temptation to have it turn into episodes of selfishness mm. where, oh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling off today and mm. I'm worrying about it. So I'm not being atten- as attentive to the kids or I'm on edge a little bit. Oh, I know that. Or maybe I'm complaining to my husband too much or dumping all my worries on him Mm -hmm. about how I'm feeling. Now this is something I've been working on for some years because a couple years ago after our second son was born, I had this aha moment where I realized this cannot feel good for me to dump my fears on my husband, Mm -hmm. for him to carry them for me. Like, like, like I talked about heart flutters. Sometimes I get them and it can be scary, but if I constantly tell him I'm scared, I'm scared. That's a lot to carry for another person. So once I realized, I thought, oh, I'll do what I have to do, go to the doctor, figure it out, whatever. Mm -hmm. But to not extend the burden for others to carry so much for me. So that has helped me to focus on doing what I need to do to take care of myself so I can be very present and calm, you know, and happy for my kids. And you know what else? I I mean, that's awesome that you're, you don't want to burden him, but at the same time, just you saying it out loud and then your ears hearing it, Mm -hmm. you're like burdening yourself again. Don't you think? In a sense, yes, because it's dwelling on it more than it needs to be. I've heard that before therapists talking about these constant loops we make about yeah. worrisome thoughts and mm-hmm. saying it again isn't going to change it. No. Now I hope I'm getting wiser as time goes by and I do know my body better and what happens every time I have a baby and the hormones coming down. So I I hope that I'm managing that those fears better than I used to. And I am again a relatively healthy person but with those anxieties that it can morph into selfishness. I fully relate to that. Yeah. I do. And I saw a quote recently. It said something like, worry is uh, glorifying or giving giving attention to or something to your fears, whereas prayer is surrendering those fears. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. When you when you are focused and meditating, keep thinking about your, your worries and your concerns, it's like you're, you're honoring that. You're giving it you know, you're adoring it kind of, and, you're and right. that's not, that's not right. You're yeah. right, because adoration is spending all this attention, you know, whatever you care about most is how you're spe- you'll spend your time, so it's really true. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, my mom shared a prayer with me from Mother Alexandra, who was the former Princess Ilyana of Romania. Oh. She is a, she was a, an Orthodox Christian abbess okay. in the United States, but she has a prayer and this one line was so beautiful. It says, help me to gather my sorrow as close to me as possible so that by no mischance its shadow should fall on others. Mm. And for me, that is some beautiful perspective. Wow. Can we say it one more time? I'd That's love beautiful. To. Help me to gather my sorrow as close to me as possible so that by no mischance its shadow should fall on others. Wow. 
we do have some control mm. over our word, word vomiting on others of whatever we're worried yeah, about. Yeah, you're right. That helps me. So, um, the better I take care of myself, especially with diet, things that aren't good for me, like coconut for some reason isn't great for me or mm. when I drink whiskey I don't feel so great <laughs> or or um tortilla chips you know those things so you know what to avoid I do and what to embrace yeah yeah, yeah. how awesome. about you okay so my relationship with my body does affect um my faith choices um I try to keep a blessed sacramental blessed sacramental on my body at all times so like a miraculous medal yes. I always carry a rosary in my purse yes um actually holy water too like I don't know like I just I feel like I want to do that for the protection of my body mm-hmm. oh yes if that makes sense um okay so that that was one thing I wanted to say and then another thing I wanted to share was I truly feel that the pains of childbirth changed my spiritual reality wow. it purified me somehow obviously I received a mother's heart through the process yes. you know and the bible says that one of the effects of original sin is that women would have great pains during childbirth. And I feel like once you have lived through that pain and have completed that consequence, you know, it's almost like completing a pious act of love to receive a plenary indulgence. Mm. And so I personally hope that one day the church will grant a plenary indulgence to any woman who, you know, has brought new life into this world. And we can talk more about indulgences in another sure. episode if you want, but yeah. The cleansing power of pain and yeah. suffering. Yeah, I suppose that's what it is. And yeah. it's very scriptural, not only because in Genesis it talks about, you know, that is the, the consequence of sin, but scriptural in that it it does refine us, the mm-hmm. pain, whether it be childbirth or other mm-hmm. hurtful experiences we have in our life, we mm-hmm. come out with the dross you know, having been burned away in a wow. sense, or that's the hope yeah. if we are open mm-hmm. to being cleansed. Mm-hmm. And I can hear from you that you feel you, something changed in you from that. Yeah, just becoming a mother is what it feels like. But yes. Yeah, the world has, you know, a different perspective when you're trying to raise little people in this world. It you know? does, I know. But I think that's so beautiful. Thank you. Um, the other thing I wanted to share was I have enjoyed yoga in the past. But I will now only do Christian yoga, mm. and we can get more into that topic at another That'd time if you want. But yeah. unfortunately, like right now, I can't find any local Christian yoga mm. teachers. So, which is a little surprising in our area because surrounding towns, it seems that there would be more variety, but yeah. must not be a huge market for that. I guess not. But when we talk about it another time, that would be interesting because you know, at a deeper level, how does it align with our with our faith? Right and the spiritual battles happening out there right and within us so if anybody knows of any local or even like you know national branches of christian yoga teachers please let us know in our facebook group that would be great Mm -hmm. (laughs) fashion by faith facebook group um and then i just wanted to also say i believe that your faith choices can also affect your body so i feel like my body will physically feel different when I'm in a state of sin and need to go to confession. Mm, wow. Like, yeah, I will just maybe feel more tense or more anxious or feel unrested. Um, 
or not able to rest, if that makes more sense. It does, completely. Yeah, and so, because something's just not right. Mm-hmm. I need to get right with my God. I need to confess my sins. And so anyway, I, I firmly believe, though, that plenary indulgences, which I'm so excited to talk about later, mm-hmm. um, can remove the effect or, or can remove those feelings because, you know, they're removing the, the effects of sin, mm-hmm. even though, like... Obviously, God has forgiven me about of my sins, so giving you that sense of freedom. Yeah, I'm remembering a time when I went to confession, and who did I meet there? But you standing out, you know, in line, getting ready to go to. Were confession. we already friends at that point? We or? were. Okay, okay. And so this is earlier <laughs> on after we had started to be friends, but I remember being so comforted, like, especially again since I haven't been Catholic my whole life. Mm. You know, some of it's still a little bit newer to me. And the comfort in seeing this is what you do. Mm-hmm. Have you ever wished that confession was more often than just on Saturdays? Oh, absolutely. I have over and over because it's the same. As soon as I know in my heart, you know what? I want to go to confession for that. I feel terrible. Uh-huh. It's ter- It's hard to wait yes. four days yes. until that what half hour, 45 minute window you have to go. I know. It's not how society is set up right now, but I have wished that before. Yeah, you're right. Um, I also really wish that they would have confession before Mass on Sundays. That would be so great. I know, like, sometimes we go to a Latin Mass community, and we love that, and they do have confession available before Mass, so that is is just really cool. It is. You know, I've been to it one time. Oh, yeah? So I know exactly what you're talking about, and it's a huge comfort. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It is. All right. Well, you know what? This has been so much fun. And you really, I learned from this that you really can't talk about fashion or faith without also talking about your body. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> our bodies truly are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So we have to take care of it. We absolutely do. We yeah. have one chance and thank God for the bodies he has given us. Yes. All right. So before we say goodbye, Rachel, let's answer our three closing questions. And again, you can answer with a fashion or a faith response. Okay. (laughs) So what life lessons did you learn this past week? This is a line from another prayer that has become very dear to me. It says, when things unforeseen occur, let me not forget that all cometh down from thee. Mm. This applied when our washing machine kind of exploded on itself. (laughs) And I thought being calm points us toward God. Mm. So even if something bad happens, it's going to cost us money or something else some misfortune mm-hmm. being calm turns us toward God mm. that's what I reflected on this week that's a true statement oh, that's good I need to remember that mm. <laughs> and I would say my son taught me a life lesson this week um, a bit, again back to gratitude um, we ordered a Spider-Man cake for his uh, birthday mm-hmm. and I was disappointed with it because I, Bummer. Had, I know I had seen one before and I thought it looked amazing and so I thought this one would look just like it and it totally looked different so I was like oh, bummed yes and he like absolutely loved it and maybe I shouldn't have shared with him that I was bummed but I was like oh this doesn't look like what I was hoping for and he was like oh yeah it's wonderful I like it and and anyway just taught me that perspective really shapes our reality oh yes you know and I'm still learning how to quickly make positive mindset shifts you know as needed so that is so powerful the perspective shapes the mood completely yeah it really does all right, so what were your favorite tangible things you used from this past week? Two things. Okay. One is my black 
um, swing dress that I have. It's got three buttons across the shoulder. I wore it the day of our daughter's funeral two years ago, and I wore it on her birthday again. Oh, and I think forever until it becomes threadbare. It will be very precious to me, so I loved wearing that. Wow. The second thing was our Bissell carpet cleaner. Oh. God bless our... The makers of this carpet cleaner, it got all the stains from the illness oh. out of the carpet. Oh, wow. So Did you have that ahead of time, or did you go out and buy it? Fortunately, we did, because okay. of another episode, oh. maybe like a year or six months ago, when something similar happened. So we were ready this time, and oh. honestly, it saved the carpet. Oh, good. So, thank God for that workhorse. Yes. Oh, good. All right, so my favorite things from this past week, I got to show you. This is my new handbag from Abel. Beautiful. I love that color. Thank you. It's like um, it's like a light blue, but it's got gray. Yes, in it. which is one of my favorite colors right now. Is that it? bluish gray. Oh yeah. Oh wonderful. And what I love about this is it scratches mint. Do you see that? <gasps> Look at so that. these scratches are minty color, and I'm actually looking forward to it getting more scratched. Oh, wow. And I don't usually feel that way about handbags, but I want this one to scratch up, so I'm excited. And what is really special about this bag, I need to review this on my YouTube channel sometime yes. soon, mm -hmm. but it was made in Ethiopia by women who are paid a competitive wage so that she doesn't have to resort to prostitution to you know support herself and her family what a worthy cause isn't that awesome yes it is so powerful so that is a favorite and then mm. another favorite i found was this really cool brass hook um Ooh. we went to like this neat place that had like all these cool door knockers and stuff and they had all these cool brass hooks and I got one to keep in my handbag at all times. Oh wow. Or when you go into the restroom and there's no hook. Yes. So I can now like, you know, hang my bag up over the stall door. So. Absolutely. I remember it's you talking about that in your last re review you did. Oh yeah. On YouTube. You talked <laughs> yeah. about that problem. Oh what sure. What to do with bags in the bathroom. Yeah. So smart. Yeah. I'm so glad I ran into that. Yes. So. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> All right, so how did you do with last week's goals? And I want to know what your personal goals are for this coming week. Sure. My goal last week, again, was preparation for the sadness of our daughter's birthday. Mm -hmm. uh, we made it through okay. We had some tears, but we also sh uh, participated in a few um, activities that helped us comforted and remember her like lighting candles and putting roses on her grave mm. there was such an outpouring of grace and love and notes and family and friends that remembered so we were truly cocooned in love so we praise made it god. through mm -hmm. praise god mm -hmm. my goal for this coming week is to get caught up on all the laundry i couldn't do when our washer was out of commission oh yeah we have an enormous mountain of laundry oh. so Next week, I hope everything is properly in the drawers, uh -huh. not just washed, but put away <laughs> the whole bit. The dirty laundry doesn't stop, even if the washing machine It does stopped. not. I can thank my grandmother for doing a load for us when we just ran out oh. of washcloths and, oh, that's nice. you know, shorts for the kids. Yeah. So thank you, Grandma, and <laughs> and my mom, too. Thank oh. you. <laughs> and so I'm reflecting on my goals from last week. I really didn't get myself into bed earlier mm. like I should have. One win was that that I did get the kids into bed at a decent time. Even my husband is getting to bed a little earlier. So, is that your influence, do you think? Is that the, the maybe. call to the family? Come on, guys. Maybe. Because yeah. he, like, he doesn't have to like worry. They're in bed now, so it's yes. like... 
yeah, so that's helping. But now I need to just continue to get mm-hmm. myself into bed. Yeah. Um, but my goal for this coming week is I don't want to buy anything for myself. So mm. please keep me accountable, Rachel. All right. Um, I just don't. I mean, obviously, like food is fine and like those necessities and things. But I just want to do this next week really clean. No picking up little things here and there for mm-hmm, myself. Mm-hmm. So I hear you. That's on that. my goal. Sounds good to me. <laughs> we'll go shopping in our closets, right? Yeah, and in I our love jewelry that box. expression. We will shop with what we have and we'll love it. Oh, I'm gonna use that. Thank you. Mm, you're welcome. <laughs> well, thank you, Rachel. This was so much fun again. I learned a lot. And uh, thank you to all of our listeners. Please rate us on your fav- favorite podcast platform. We're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a handful more on a growing list. In fact, just this morning, they said that we are now on Breaker. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, please join our Facebook group called Fashioned by Faith to connect with other listeners and let us know what you'd like to hear in our next episode. And until then, stay true to the faith and stay true to your sense of fashion. (laughs) 